Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. There is no two ways that every one of you is extraordinarily gifted. There's no two ways about that. I see the gifts when I see you every day. Even talking to you, I can hear the gifts coming up. But just because there's a gift there doesn't mean that it is going to come out and come out in excellence. In order for that gift to come out in excellence and to bless our generation and have the impact that it is supposed to have, uh, we have to build our capacity to deliver that gift. So it is important, very important, that we take time out to build our capacity. So we're about building personal capacity and team capacity because as a church, together we can do more. So we look forward to the capacity building process. Potential is sacred. Right? Potential is sacred. That means it is God-given and it is God-connected. It is not your friends that delivered it to you, it is God-given. It's sacred. And your spouse cannot move out and move with your potential because it is sacred. Your boss cannot dismiss you from the job and dismiss your potential from you because it is sacred. They sold Joseph into slavery. They lied on him, Potiphar's wife. But the one thing that they couldn't do, they could not tamper with his potential. Because potential, ability, is sacred, is God-given. While potential is God-given, ability is God-given, capacity is developed by the individual. Capacity is about you taking responsibility for your actions, for your development. Of course, God is a part of working in your life and ensuring that that capacity is developed as you work with him, but it is really your responsibility. You have to make the choice to practice the kingdom principles to ensure that that capacity is developed. You see, capacity energizes possibilities. Capacity makes production a reality. So, oh, you've been thinking about this and 
going about it for a long time. But once you get the training and you build the capacity, you make that thing real. So, therefore, it is very, very important that we take time out to develop our capacity so that we can make the possibilities around us real. There are so many possibilities around all of us right now. And some of you, you think, if I just had a, a brother or some relatives that would work with me, if I just had the money, or if I just knew how to do this, well, that's what we're talking about. Building the capacity, that's capacity, right? All that you're wishing that you had to make it possible, that's speaking to capacity. So we're working on building the capacity. But, but the bank won't lend me any money. We don't care what the bank says. We're building capacity. And God is working with you and capacity makes possibility uh, or energize possibilities. Make possibilities real. So we continue to trust God. See, capacity, I want to remind you, is not built overnight. It is not something that just happen in a moment. It is never an overnight exercise. Building capacity requires training and proper alignment. That is so very, very important. Building capacity requires training and proper alignment. Because the thing is, if you are not in a position to make the thing happen, it means that you're going to have to get training to make it happen. So God puts stuff in other people around us to help us to be able to develop our capacity. That is why we are inter- Dependent. So training is important. Somebody has the capacity to train you to become better, to build your capacity so you can deliver on your ability. It, that is important. Capacity building requires training and proper alignment. Every one of you that drives a vehicle knows that when that vehicle is out of alignment, creates all kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. You drift into the left, you drift into the right. You just don't have the kind of control that you ought to have. Proper alignment is very important in capacity building. And you see, some of the things that you need to become your best are in the people around you. Not every single thing is in you. God never built any one of us that way. So that is why we have to draw strength from each other so that we can become our best. And that is why we need, we need to hear each other up. Because all of us have something to contribute. Building capacity requires will. And it requires effort in the right places. It requires will. It requires effort in the right places. 
many people give effort in the wrong place. So that will really build your capacity. You, that's why we talk about being properly alive. Your efforts have to be in the right places. Saul had his efforts in the wrong place one time. He was dragging the Christians to prison and doing all kinds of stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. But thank God that the Lord touched him. He got saved and got his effort in the right place. And it requires will. You have to want it. You have to want to do it. Uh, we have a young lady here named Zamar. One day, Zamar saw me in the passage where she said, I need to talk to you. I said, okay, well, eight years. About maybe six months ago. She said, listen, I'm almost quoting her words. The Lord told me to preach the gospel all over the world. And so anywhere you're going, I need to come with you and learn. I said, okay. I said, Z, let me just say to you, though, that you, you know I go some far places, difficult places sometimes. So you have to understand that. Thought about it for a few seconds and said, well, all I know I'm supposed to come with you. Didn't quite care how it's going to happen or whatever. That all I know I'm supposed to come with. Said, okay. About two weeks after that, I went over to St. Anne to speak at one of the churches there. I totally forgot about what she had said. The next Sunday, I came and she met me at the same place in the passage. Maybe that's how we to know. And she was not. She said, I told you in that that I'm supposed to come with you and preach the gospel anywhere you were. And you went out and never told me. She said, I'm so sorry. And before I could finish that, she said, but I told you. And the body language was, I just can't bother with you people. And she demonstrated that. But she said, the next time you're going, I need to know. Because the Lord told me to come. I mean, she's not given a quarter of hope. They talk about will. I said, well, I need to maybe get some of that will from you. <laughs> because sometimes we don't press hard enough for the things that we believe ours. But God wants us to develop that will. Because you see, if you don't have that will, whenever it gets uh, difficult, you're going to quit. Whenever it gets difficult, you look for other options. So building capacity requires will and it requires effort in the right places. The foundation of real capacity building is laws and principles. You ask how we build capacity, the foundation is law and principle. If you are serious about building capacity, you have to align yourself to the laws and principles that can produce the results that you are looking for. It is impossible without laws and 
principles. Whether it is in the area of finance, politics, education, business, principles, laws, systems are able to take you to a high level. So that is why if you think about it, you have governing bodies like the IMF and the World Bank, and they lend the country money and hold them to certain laws to improve their financial situation. So we're lending you the money under these conditions. You have to uh, implement these principles. Priority spending and all that kind of stuff. They put in principles, laws that you have to implement in order to improve your situation. And they come and review from time to time to make sure those countries are carrying out the laws and principles, living by them. So laws, principles, systems, very, very important to capacity building. If you don't live by principles, abide by law, you're going to meander around the same level for the rest of your life. I want to take a moment and look at a, a very important lesson in the Bible. Jethro's lesson on capacity building to include the law of lift. I was going through the book of Exodus and this just jumped out at me and I said, wow, this is great. This is exactly what God requires for us. And from the time of the Old Testament, it has been in operation. And I want, I want to show you the scripture, maybe in a light that you never saw it before. So Exodus chapter 18, we're going to read from verse 14 down to verse 21. So when Moses' uh, father-in-law saw all that he did for the people, uh, all that Moses was doing, he said, what is this thing that you're doing for the people? Why do you alone sit and all the people stand before you from morning until evening? And Moses said to his father, because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a difficulty, they come to me, I judge between me and another, between, sorry, one and the other, and I make known the statutes of God and his laws. So the ways, the principles, the statutes. So Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you do is not good. Both you and these people who are with you will surely wear, out, wear yourselves up. For this thing is too much for you. You are not able to perform it by yourself. As we read on, he's saying, neither you or the people are going to come out with in this situation. The way you're doing it. Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel, and God will be with you. Stand before God for the people so that you may bring 
the difficulties uh, to God. And you shall teach them the statutes and laws and show them the way in which they must walk and uh, the work they must do. Now, who that, who that person is? Who that person He's teaching Moses something about how to better serve the people. In other words, how to build the capacity that he, Moses, didn't have to sit down from morning until evening to judge the people because that's what Moses was doing. From morning until evening, he was sitting down and the people were coming and he was judging the matter. And Jethro said, no, you can't do that. So you shall teach, choose some people and teach them the statutes and the laws. In other words, we're improving the situation here. We're building capacity. How are we going to do it? Through the statutes and the laws. The foundation of real capacity building is laws and principles. And Jethro is saying the very same thing. You shall teach them the statutes and the laws and show them the way in which they must walk. You're talking about principles here. And the work they must do. Right? Let's go on. Moreover, you shall select from all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers over thousands, rulers over hundreds, rulers over fifties, and rulers over ten. You remember the parable that Jesus in the New Testament about we read it a few weeks ago about one man being given five talents and one, uh, two and one, one, no, that, that sounds similar, right? He's saying, put the people up, choose some men and according to their ability. In other words, you can't just do it because they're in the church a long time or because they are over 50 or because they work at this company, or because they, they have this amount of money. He said, according to their ability. You choose them, put them over 50, over 100, over 20, and whatever. We're building capacity. So Jethro gave Moses a lesson which is applicable to all of us in capacity building. The foundation laws. Have to include laws and principles because there must be something that is going to be the guide to produce the results that God intended for us. If you want to lose weight, you have to get aligned to a system that can produce that result. If you really want to, it's not about just laying down in your bed and Wishing that, I mean, uh, 20 pounds would come off this month. <laughs> you have to start climbing them hills. Oh, yeah, I know you don't love to wake up early in the morning, but 
If you want, you're going to align yourself to your kind of system. 5.30 in the morning, you have to get out there without speed, those speed. Oh, yeah, and I know your taste buds might be calling for something 10.30 at night, but you've got to align your system. That will produce that result. That's how you build capacity. The key to building capacity in any area is laws, systems, principles. When Joshua had to build his capacity to take Israel across the Jordan River, the Lord said to him, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, Arise and take these people over Jordan. Arise, take these people over the Jordan. And hear what God said to him. This book of the law belongs foundation of capacity building, laws and principles, systems. This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. In other words, you're going to use it to guide you. So that you can accomplish this very big task of taking Israel across Jordan and into Canaan. When God was ready to establish Israel as a nation, he gave Moses the laws to govern Israel. So you're not just a people anymore, but we're going to formalize this as a nation. And he called Moses up into, uh, up into Mount Sinai and gave him the laws and principles. God is ready to take you somewhere higher than you have ever been. And he is speaking to your heart about some areas that you have to get aligned. And oh yes, it's difficult because even when you think you have it covered, you trip up again. But guess what? You've got to hold on. You have to press in. You've got to get those laws going. Because only on that level, you're going to be able to produce certain results. The truth is, some of you are bored with the results that you've been getting. It's not like they're dirt strict results. It's not like they have not been good to you, but you're just bored of that level. You want some new results, higher level results. The laws. That is why we talk about engaging the law of lift. Because it is uh, as we align ourselves to the law of lift that we're going to be able to build our capacity. We're Many believers struggle to progress any further in their lives because they live by their own law. Many believers struggle to pro progress any further in their life because they live by their own law. People love to do their own thing. And the thing is that your own law, your own laws are rooted in the law of gravity. 
which is going to keep you dumb. That is why Jesus said to the religious people one time, he said, you have made the commandments of God of none effect because of your own traditions, your own laws and practices. The law of God, the commandments of God that is supposed to take you, lift your level, designed to really build your capacity. You have negated that. You have made that of none effect because you practice doing your own thing. When you practice doing your own thing, it means that you're rooted in the law of gravity. And the law of gravity never enables you to go high. It's about that. That law does not produce supernatural results. And supernatural results are absolutely necessary for you to go further in God, for you to progress in the things of God and to go to new levels in God. So it is very important that we take time out to examine the laws governing our lives. If you live by the law of gravity and you are in a place where you want extra money, your mind pops into working overtime, or even get some more house. But when you are engaged by the law of lift, when you engage the principles of the kingdom, your mind thinks about sowing a seed. Because we understand the power of the law of sowing and reaping. We realize that one week over time cannot do what a seed can do. A seed faith offering can do. You think different when you're engaged by the law of gravity than when you're engaged by the law of lift. The law of lift will produce those supernatural results. So, you see, you pre preach about tithe and offering and all of that as long as you want to. And by the way, that is on the radar this year. But you preach about that as much as you want to. And if someone is detained by the law of gravity, they talk themselves out of it. But that money could pay the lot. But that money could buy this. But they don't understand the concept of the seed that if you put a grain of corn into the ground and it die and then produce life, die and then uh, germinate, produce the life that it is supposed to, you get hundreds of thousands of grain. I used to live in the country in St. Thomas. And we have, uh, or we had an apple tree up there. I think about it, for at least 10 years, maybe three times a year, that apple tree produce hundreds, thousands of apples. One seed, three times a year, per year, producing thousands of apples for about over 10 year period. So I might still believe on one seed. But if you looked at the apple seed 
and destroyed. He couldn't get that out. The law of lift is going to train you to operate different from the law of gravity. When you're detained by the law of gravity, you're stressed out over everything because gravity don't enable you to rise above circumstances. It is not about raising you up. The law of lift is what causes you to rise. Gravity detains you on the ground. Isaiah said, they wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. As a result of what? Waiting on the Lord. That's engaging the law of lift right there. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's what the law of lift produces. The law of lift causes you to rise. That's what God is interested in. In your life in this season. And as I said before, this is not about condemnation for what has happened in the past. Yes, some things have happened in the past. But this message, this theme is about this season and beyond. It's about engaging the law of life so that our way forward can be about rising about circumstances. It can be about overcoming what is to rise. But sometimes we hide behind prayer and fasting and don't do what we're supposed to do. Prayer and fasting is so important. I can't begin to tell you the importance of that. But just because you pray and fast does not negate the need for building capacity. Let's read Psalm 1. We're going to read from verse 1 to 4. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. That is speaking there about building capacity, engaging the law of lift. I cannot begin to tell you today how many believers walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Allow people who don't know God to talk them out of what God has put in their heart. Could you do that? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. I don't care how, how pretty he is. I don't care how many gold line the, the two. I don't care if they drive Bimmer or whatever. If it is not God, it is ungodly. And I don't care the counsel that the ungodly have. It should never, ever be taken over the counsel of the Lord. Just because I work for you, you are my manager, does not mean that you have any authority over my life. I work for you and do your work and you have authority there. But my life, no, the counsel of the Lord stands in my life. I was talking to my boss and he said, he's not born again, doesn't know the Lord, 
that's the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand, stands in the way of sinners, nor sit, sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Here's that word law again. The foundation of real capacity building is law, principle, system. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, in God's law, he meditates, a man meditates day and night. And when you do that, that is what, what's going to happen. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. In other words, you put yourself, you built your capacity to produce, build your capacity, you're in a position to produce. You should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaves, leaf shall also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Because it is energized by the laws of God, by the law of light. The Bible says they are God, they are not so, they're not that way. And look at this thought. They are like the chaff which the wind blows away, drives away. You see things on the ground, leaves and all of that. They are dumb, they're detained by the law of gravity. The wind comes and blow, blow them away. The eagles that we talk about, Isaiah 40, 31, when storm comes and wind is blowing, they soar about them. They engage the law of myth. I want to say to you, God don't want you to be like the ungodly where every wind of persecution, every challenge, Every issue blows you away. He wants you to be firmly fixed in it so that you can become all that intended for you to be. We continue this month to try and spread the theme, make you more and more aware of the need to build capacity so that you can deliver your ability. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.